previously on the Social Proof Podcast. Spending on clothes isn't actually what's happening. You're reinventing yourself and investing back into your confidence and your look and the image that you put out to other people, right? The bottom line is this, people. Just about everybody in this room and for many of the people who watch us, we're building personal brands. So whether you like it or not, whether you're fashionable or not, you're building a personal brand. And what you put out there as a person actually matters. And you have to make a decision to say, we can't compare ourselves to Bill Gates. Bill Gates wasn't building a a personal brand, Mm -hmm. all right? So we have to squash that note. Oh, well, Bill Gates does this in the same white T-shirt and the same blue jeans. Great for Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. Because his person doesn't matter to his product selling. It just doesn't. But you want to convince me that you can help me live a more prosperous life. You want to convince me that you can help me be my best confident self with the highest level of self-esteem, but you walk around in basketball shorts and wrinkled t-shirts. I'm not buying it. I'm not signing up for that class. When I am going to a coach, I am looking for the epitome of who I want to be as a result of working with that coach. That coach needs to exemplify the thing that I am trying to accomplish, the result that I am trying to get. So anybody who's building a personal brand, you are not spending X amount of dollars, insert that number on clothes. You are investing into your brand just like they invest into iPhones, just like they invest into Mac computers. Did the original iPhone work and get the job done? Yeah. But is it going to be sufficient to charge the premium price that they eventually want to charge? Is it going to be sufficient to keep up with the trends that are happening in the marketplace? No, we have to continue to invest. Personal brands, you have to invest. Your hair has to be clean. Your hair has to be done. Your clothes have to fit you nicely. They don't have to be big label name brands. You can wear things on a budget that look amazing. I do it every single day. Okay. Maybe not, but you get it, right? I mix match. Yeah. I, I would, I, I have, yo, one of my favorite cars was um, a Toyota Corolla. I loved that car in college. Mm-hmm. I, I can, I can't, I won't say I can't. I could get a Toyota Corolla, but when I pull up in a Toyota Corolla, a lot of, it's not going to feel as comfortable you giving me $30,000 for a mastermind. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this question, though. So <clears throat> He just cut me off, right? He did just okay, cut just, you off. Just want to mark one on your side. I think, <laughs> I think maybe it's the problem that we have as a team. Yeah. And yeah, we need to get some coaching on energy. That. My question is, like, why is that, why does this have to be the standard for our culture, though? Like, you know, why can't you pull up in a Corolla and take $30,000 from somebody? Like, you you know, can. No, no, but I'm saying, like, you know, but why does the standard... I drove, what was the, I, dro- I drove a Chevy... Um, Traverse, right? No, it wasn't a Traverse. Equinox. Yeah. I drove a Chevy Equinox for years. Mm. Why did I drive that vehicle? Because I could afford it. I have had repossessions when the market crashed, but you know, and I was just disconnected from, I didn't want another luxury car. I remember seeing them come and pick my car up out of my driveway. So I got what I could afford that even if I lost a job, it was easy for me to keep up with. I drove that Chevy, that Chevy Equinox until December of 2020. 
it was David saying, Donnie, you got to get another car. You got to get another car. You got to get another so car. And I'm the, like, he's the problem. Okay. Well, no, it, it's him <laughs> and saying, the, hey, and this then is. then what happened in 2021? Yeah. So David is like, yo, you, you sis, you got to get another car. And I would tell him, I fought you on that. David, I'm driving. With, look, I drove, I drive what I could afford. And I showed up. And at that time, I still had clients paying me $30,000 a year six figures a year for me to coach because it wasn't about the car that I drove. It was about my presence, but I did not get out of that car. People knew that I was driving that car and I could be driving anything that I wanted because I looked like a complete package, right? You can't be selling t-shirts, Joe. Like I'm gonna wear my brand at the top, but I'm gonna be on some BS at the bottom. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't want to buy the t-shirt. I want to know when I when I look at that, you guys have a clothing brand. If you looked filthy, and you weren't looking filthy, but if you had on raggedy shoes and some wrinkled stuff at the bottom, in my mind, I say, ooh, the, the, the apparel is nice, but it's probably like on their dining room table in between Popeye's boxes and stuff, kids running around. I don't want that, right? You have to look the part. The car doesn't necessarily matter, but when I changed my vehicle, was I successful when I was driving the Chevy Equinox? I was. But did my success go to another level when I purchased a Mercedes? It did. The kicker is most people never see my vehicle. Most people don't see what I drive. You guys, if you come to the podcast, you see it. That Mercedes, that same Mercedes I don't know if it did something to me. If I pulled up differently, I don't know if it was the posture and the energy. I haven't driven the car in almost a month now. I'm driving another car right now, right? The car is parked. So it's not the car that closes the deals. It's the complete package. And I do know this. When I present, I present very well. So when I was driving that Chevy Equinox at the same time, I live in a million-dollar condo. So I have a car that's subpar to society standards, I make sure that when I'm doing my Zoom calls and my presentations, you see the skyline behind me. You know that Donnie can buy whatever she... And even when I bought the Mercedes, I didn't buy the big boy Mercedes. I did not. Look, baby steps. (laughs) Baby steps. But I understand that there is a presence and I don't know what it is. There's something psychological. And and I don't want to offend people because if you aren't building a personal brand and you really are not into fashion and you don't want to spend, then this conversation isn't for you. Just catch the next episode or go back to another one that is. But this is specifically for my entrepreneurs who are building personal brands. You have It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. 
Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Have to, your most important investment that you're going to make is in yourself. People have to desire, they have to see you in the result that they desire. And it just is what it is. And if you don't like that, if you can't grasp that, then maybe you should try to invent a product and something where you don't have to be the face, or maybe you still carry the same concept, but you make someone else the face of the brand that you're trying to carry. Because if I look dirty and walked around looking busted, nobody would speak to me. And we know this in every area of our lives. You look super, super, super busted sometimes, you go out in public and they treat you differently. Yeah, I I think it's, uh, we just have to take our, we have to be strategic about our presentation. So look, let me give you a flip side. If there is a person who, um, let's say they are in a kind of name brand sweatsuit, they got chains and jewelry, they hopping out, um, you know, an expensive truck, and they're, they're saying, yo, invest in this app that I built, this technology that I built, right? So we have, we have that picture. But then you see a, a, a kid with khakis, like a, a polo shirt, looking like his major focus isn't trying to look like he has money. And he's, and he's telling you all about his tech and his app and all this kind of stuff. I, me personally, okay, not me, because I'm not putting myself in a hot seat. Some of us will look at the person who has like the glam and stuff like that and say, oh, they're scamming. They're going to use my money to buy another chain. But you see the other person by the tech, you're like, oh, that's, he know what you're talking about. It's presentation, right? So I think you have to know who you're talking to. And I may be totally off with that. It's just me personally. No, you're like right. there's, there's a particular audience that you want to cater to. Mm-hmm. And I think in business, we have to just consider what would make that person tick? What do they want? Does that make sense? Let me also say this to that point. Yes, it makes perfect sense. At the same time, I don't know what's happened in the last 12 months, but there is an influx, especially of females in the personal brand space that are coaching, that are showing up naked. Is it? Absolutely. See through everything, stomach out for everything. Oh, I have seen it. I see it every time. Y'all see it? I see these coaches that are showing up and they're barely dressed. But they got money, the diamonds, they're real drippy, right? But I wouldn't want that either. I don't, I don't have a problem with you going out, you know, dressed like that. But when we're coming to talk business, and one could say, well, what's the difference, Donnie? You show up in hoodies, I show up in sheer. Maybe there is no difference, but I'm not your ideal audience. So at the end of the day, you still have to appeal to your ideal audience. I'm gonna pull up a profile and just show you someone. Um, so you have a visual of what I am talking about, right? Um, and, you know, there, it's just you. But this person only attracts her ideal audience. And uh, men do some things that are really super outlandish, too. Like, I would never be on a flyer like this. 
This is crazy. You're on a whole flyer for an, a whole event that's about getting your life together. You know what? I'm guessing that that person's audience is people... She's appealing to women who desire to be and look like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe not through the business acumen, but... This was going to a business meeting. Oh, yeah. But but that's not even it. And, it, and let me take it back. It's not, it's not even just coaches. I don't want... It's... Everybody has a demographic in a network, okay? I understand it. I used to be... I'm not, I'm not that age anymore. I used to be the girl who wore the halter tops, you know. But at the same time, I was out having fun or out brunching with my girls. I knew to show up for business differently. I am not... I, I just knew to show up for business differently. And right now, what's happening is there's no line between personal life and professional life in business. We've got realtors showing up with their panties and sheer pants on, stomachs out. While I don't think it's appropriate, there is a demographic of people who feel like, oh, I want my realtor to be fly, fly, fly and show up as you are. And I think it's great. It's just when me and my man are out looking for houses, I prefer that we not see your your butt. (laughs) Like through panties. To listen to or watch this full episode, be sure to check out the Social Proof Podcast on your favorite listening platform or on YouTube. Finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay. So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is, um, the support is appreciated. What if I told you for $1, I will introduce you to hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning this week from all across the country. You'll be able to talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs and I'll coach you. I'll coach you for a dollar this whole week. And I'll introduce you to some of my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you, would you take part in that? Well, go to the Cause that's exactly what we're doing here. Okay. The only organization that gathers entrepreneurs every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship. Okay. Every single day, Monday through Friday, we gather, we're growing, we're learning. We got a book club. Have you ever seen hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the same book? Every single chapter, every single day, we're growing together, okay? You need the environment to grow in. TheMorningMeetup.com, a dollar. I'm going to give you all this for a dollar. If you want to stay, great. It's $79 a month after that. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want, all right? TheMorningMeetup.com. I'll see you in the morning. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.